into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Monday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'll tell you about what offers they have for you related to college basketball later on in the show. But the thing that you need to know is the promo code A to Z Sports on DraftKings Sportsbook. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress for the official real estate agent of the Titans and the Preds and primetime, GaryAshton.com. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs is what Brymac Mechanical can offer you. Commercial, residential, Brymac has you covered, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. And of course, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, that is where you go for all of the quality American-made Ford vehicles that Two Rivers Ford has to offer Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So a lot of movement today as far as the quarterback position is concerned and something that I think warrants further discussion given that the landscape in the AFC South has changed. You now have in a former MVP candidate who understandably, Matt Ryan and the Falcons have been down bad basically since 2018. I would say 2017, I think, is the last time that they were over 500 as a football team. In fact, just kind of going back, yeah, 2017, they went 10 and 6 since then, 7 and 9, 7 and 8, 4 and 12, 7 and 10 last year. Uh, and the Super Bowl season, of course, being in 2016, where they lost in heartbreaking fashion 28 to 3. So now Matt Ryan, whose franchise, uh, who he has been, you know, the the best player in that franchise for that franchise since Mike Vick, right? Who got run immediately after Mike Vick departed the Atlanta Falcons in uh, uncomfortable circumstances. You have now a situation for Matt Ryan where his team was publicly flirting with Deshaun Watson, and so Matt Ryan, after the Falcons lost out on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. You had a situation where Matt Ryan had money withheld from him until the Falcons figured out that they couldn't trade for Deshaun Watson. So Matt Ryan is approached and says, okay, can we try and salvage this thing with Matt Ryan in Atlanta? And he says, you know what? Honestly, I'd prefer to just move on at this point. It's clear that you guys don't want me anymore. I don't necessarily know that I want to keep kind of spinning the wheels on this thing because they have no wide receivers again. They have no offensive line again. They have Kyle Pitts at tight end, but other than that, like there's not a lot of redeeming qualities about this Falcons franchise. And now he becomes the best quarterback available on the market, for lack of a better term. And well, after Russell Wilson was uh, was traded to the Broncos, and after you saw the moves that other teams made to acquire the services of quarterbacks into Sean Watson, although Browns fans largely don't seem to be terribly excited about that prospect given all the issues that are surrounding Deshaun Watson still by the way I saw I saw a lot of people and just a just a quick aside I saw a lot of people thinking that Deshaun Watson Watson is like now innocent because the grand jury didn't indict him I would say to you he still got the 22 civil suits hanging over its head over his head it's just nothing at this point is criminal <laughs> I I think I got in fact I think uh 
I think, damn, I think it was Chris Frazier um, and a couple other people that tagged me because I've gone at a couple people about the Deshaun Watson situation um, and going at me or or tagging me in things on Facebook that say, you know, that saying that I, you know, I owe somebody an apology about the Deshaun Watson situation. And I would say to you, do you, I mean, uh, go and understand exactly what Deshaun Watson has just come through. He is not in danger of being indicted by a grand jury, but that doesn't mean that he's outright innocent. It's why he keeps pleading the fifth about these particular situations. Anyway, Matt Ryan, now an Indianapolis cult. They sent a 2022 third rounder to Atlanta to acquire the services of Matt Ryan. And what he represents, though I think there are some issues, Matt Ryan does represent the greatest threat in the AFC South to the Titans since Andrew Luck. Deshaun Watson has really, at least as the the Tannehill era of Titans football, has kind of ramped up. Um, You have not seen the Texans be relevant in that kind of way. The Texans were winning AFC AFC South division titles while Jake Locker was the quarterback here. And while uh, in the early phases of Marcus Mariota to a degree and all of these things that continue to uh, to cycle around. And so now Indianapolis is getting back in the game or trying to with another Band-Aid, right? Matt Ryan is a similar situation to what they did two years ago with Phillip Rivers, where they go out and they acquire the services of a veteran quarterback because through now five seasons of Chris Ballard as the general manager, they haven't been able to find a situation that sticks. So Matty Ice is the newest Colts quarterback, and this will be the seventh different starting quarterback or the seventh straight season that they will have a different quarterback starting a season for them, assuming that Matt Ryan is indeed the starter in Indianapolis. There's precious little evidence to conclude um, that he would not be. I do not think that Sam Ellinger is going to push him. Um, so when you kind of when you kind of diagnose what Matt Ryan represents, he is a he is a considerable threat, even if you think that Matt Ryan, and you're probably right, is past the peak of his powers. There's still enough there, because you'll remember, Philip Rivers was washed when he came to, came to the Colts. And still, they had a good enough team around him to get to the playoffs and cause the Tennessee Titans, for example, um, headaches while doing so. So I want to get into the conversation about Matt Ryan and, and how you see the AFC South quarterback picture at this point. Let's start with your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I would ask you uh, for me in the comment section, rank the AFC South quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills, Matt Ryan. Now that's not the order that I think most of you are going to rank them in, but those are the four quarterbacks, Tannehill, Lawrence, Mills, and Ryan. Who is the best one to four In your opinion, give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together uh, right after I tell you about the people who present your Two Rivers Ford take, which is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is located in Mount Juliet, where they have been doing business in Middle Tennessee for nearly 40 years, since 1983. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. It's the best car dealership around because their sales staff operates with honesty and integrity while putting zero pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience. That's because they do not work on commission, which means you are going to be under zero pressure from their sales staff to purchase a vehicle while you are looking for the one 
that fits your family's budget and needs best. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. They present the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. So, rank them one to four. Who is the best quarterback in the AFC South? Who do you consider to be the worst at this point? For Jeff Rubel, he says Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills. Corey D. Jackson goes with the same order. EA uh, on Facebook Live flip-flops Tannehill and Ryan for the uh, for Tannehill being the best quarterback in the AFC South. And the, statistically, there's not a comparison between Tannehill and Matt Ryan. Now, quarterback wins are a flawed metric, but just from a quarterback success standpoint, from an individual production standpoint, Matt Ryan has by far and away, over the course of his career, produced at a higher level than Ryan Tannehill. Now, circumstances have changed, right? As I mentioned, Matt Ryan hasn't had a season better than, what, seven and eight uh, back in 2019 since then. And I don't know, is that, was there a tie in that season? I, it doesn't say that they tied. How were they, how were they seven and eight as opposed to seven and nine that season? I'm confused what happened to the Atlanta Falcons in, uh, oh, because I'm looking at Matt Ryan's record specifically. He only played 15 games in 2019. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. So Matt Ryan's best record in the last four years is seven and eight, uh, won seven games in 2018, 19 and in 2021, in 2020, of course, the Falcons went 4-12. and 12. They were 10-6 and six the year after they went to the Super Bowl, and everything else has fallen off a cliff since then. Now, remember, Matt Ryan is an MVP at the quarterback position back in 2016. That was the season that they went to the Super Bowl. And when you kind, kind of diagnose the situation around Matt Ryan and go back and watch the Falcons play last year, You'll see that from the standpoint of him specifically, he was not nearly as bad as the circumstances around him portrayed him to be. I'm not saying that Matt Ryan has been an MVP candidate at quarterback. Nobody would make that argument. But I would say to you that Matt Ryan's issues are go way, way beyond what Matt Ryan is capable of fixing himself at this stage of his career. Doesn't mean that he still can't be a good to above average player. In fact, if you were to ask me how I would rank the quarterbacks, I would go in this order. Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, when last I saw them, I'm not saying that I would take, well, let's, let's do it this way. Let me rank them in this order. Who I would want for the 2022 season. Okay, let me take them in that order because last year, Davis Mills was better than Trevor Lawrence, but I digress. Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills. That is the correct order of things. Ryan Tannehill has been uh, consistently successful here in Tennessee. Uh, it does not mean that Ryan Tannehill, as last season was evidence of, is infallible in any way, shape, or form. Matt Ryan is also somebody who needs a better circumstance around him, given that the game has largely evolved past what Matt Ryan is as a purely pocket passer. There is little to no mobility with his situation. And that is something that you need to survive in today's NFL. Even with above average athleticism, Ryan Tannehill gives the Titans advantage that Matt Ryan cannot possibly give the Indianapolis Colts. 
But when you kind of do the analysis that way, you understand that, yes, if, you know, if if Indianapolis, if we were all to wake up tomorrow morning, as I'm sure we would, and say that, uh, and say that, you know, we we checked our DraftKings Sportsbook apps and all of a sudden in the NFL futures, Indianapolis is now the favorite to win the AFC South. I think almost everybody in here, largely the percentage of you Titans fans, would take a step back and say, you know what, it makes sense for the Colts to be the favorite in the division. The Colts have the superior quarterback, even though the Titans have the thing that is exactly put into place to counteract the quarterbacks in this AFC. Remember, Harold Landry just got $52.5 million guaranteed. So I would say to you, I think there's a lot of it. I think there's a lot of it that will that will just be good enough for the Colts to cause the Titans problems. But still, when your best route to the playoffs is winning your division, wild cards are not going to be easy to come by in today's AFC South kids. I don't know how many of you have been keeping up with the quarterback movement lately, but things just got a lot more complex. And the thing that you have working in your favor that's going to give you a direct route to that, we'll talk about here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. They're the best in the business at Brymac Mechanical. They will ensure that you are in your comfort zone, whether it be commercially, whether it be residentially. Brymac.com. Three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky to make sure that you get what you want. Chris Hamby, Miss Sherry, family-owned business, tremendous work. I myself, obviously, am a customer. They came to my house. I, I speaking of Atlanta, I was making a road trip to Atlanta this past August. Preseason football, Titans and Falcons. I think it was the first preseason game of the year, and I was getting ready to leave that morning for Atlanta. All of a sudden, my AC went out. AC went out in the house. I'm panicked. I live alone. I've got two cats. I can't leave the cats in the house to basically hotbox for a weekend while I'm in Atlanta. I need somebody to get to my house ASAP and fix my air conditioning. Rymac did it within an hour and a half. They sent a service person down to correct the situation. Got the uh, I, I have two AC uh, two AC units in my home. Two different heating systems in my home, one for the upstairs, one for the downstairs. They knocked out the upstairs uh, AC unit so quickly, replaced the uh, the proper part that needed to be replaced, and I left with peace of mind knowing that Brymac had me covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, the thing that gives the Titans the best path to the playoffs, Donovan Remain says, that's not what hotboxing means, guy. Yes, Donovan, I know what hotboxing means, buddy guy, pal, whatever. I'm not like the cats are baking out my home, all right? The cats, though, I'm not trying to have them fried like an egg on the sidewalk because it's the August in Tennessee and the uh, and the the situation. Let me relax. Forgive me for not using my druggy terminology properly, Donovan. <laughs> Although now I do have a funny visual of the, uh, of the cats rolling one up and, uh, and burning one while I'm out of the house. That would be laugh out loud funny. In fact, that's probably what I do when they go on uh, when, when I go on road trips. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, so the path to the playoffs for the Titans, the easiest path is to win the division. What Matt Ryan represents to you 
is a situation that can cause you problems in trying to win the division. The Colts are just are good enough, are just good enough to give you headaches. And headaches is exactly what you're trying to avoid. You did well in avoiding them by sweeping the Colts and the Jags last year. The division has been yours for the taking the last two seasons. And now the circumstance for the Tennessee Titans is that it's not quite as easy to do. As a quarterback situation is concerned, like what is it about Ryan Tannehill that you feel should make him the quarterback next year and in years beyond? You got elite toughness. You know, we have to be great um, around him, but he's shown signs of, of accuracy, of decision making, uh, to, to the ability to extend plays and to scramble and, uh, you know, and, and, and leadership. You know, so those are all things that you look for in, in a quarterback. And, you know, Ryan showed us that, unfortunately, uh, you know, that uh, you know, we turned the ball over on Saturday. So that was Mike Vrabel after the playoff game. That was the Monday after the playoff game talking about Ryan Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill still good enough to continue to try and win, uh, try and win divisions. But Matt Ryan is the superior quarterback just on face value. If you had, if you, if I asked you guys who, well, and I, I do think that would be a pretty interesting co- topic of conversation. And perhaps we'll do that on the radio show tomorrow, whether Titans fans would prefer, prefer or who, which quarterback gives their team the best chance to win Ryan Tannehill or Matt Ryan. I think we'll do that on the radio show tomorrow. I'll have to make a note of that at some point. So I don't forget. But anyway, let's move on because the guy who's replacing Matt Ryan is a very, very familiar face in Marcus Mariota. Let's talk about that. Coming up next, the question that I want to ask you is this. Can Arthur Smith in Atlanta revive Marcus Mariota's career? This is a fascinating marriage given the the situation that has played out. I want to know whether you think Arthur Smith and all of his good works is capable of reviving Marcus Mariota as the former second overall selection in the NFL draft. Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, the Ashton team has you covered just as they do. John Robinson, John Hines, or me, not that we're in the same class of human being, but the Ashton team is the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. I can speak to the Intel Edge that the Ashton team helps you win with. They will help you find the perfect home, not just for the immediate and what you are looking for in a home, but so that your home will put you in a position to succeed financially into the future. It's about how many different layers and levels the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage can help you on. So for the best in the business, visit GaryAshton.com. So do you think Marcus Mariota's career can be revived by Arthur Smith down in Atlanta? Uh, it's, man, it's a great question because he's agreed, Marcus has, to a two-year deal to be the starting quarterback, uh, or, well, we don't know that he's going to be the starting quarterback, but he's certainly going to pe- compete for the starting quarterback job. He's on a two-year deal in Atlanta, and, of course, Arthur Smith is the head coach of the Falcons. Now, Marcus has such a complicated career trajectory, right? There was a time when I think every one of us thought 
that he was going to be the solution for this team at quarterback, at least into a second contract, right? That was, I think, 2016 was when they really hit their stride. That was the year that they made the postseason. 17, or no, excuse me, rather, 2016, they missed the postseason. 17, they make the postseason. 18, they fire Malarkey. Vrabel comes in. They miss the postseason by a game, winning in Blaine Gabbert because Marcus has nerve damage, and they bench him for the winning in Week 17 situation at home. It was as hyped up as uh, a game at the time as I had been around for covering the Titans, that 2018 winning in, and it was against the Colts, and it was against Andrew Luck, and all of a sudden, morning of, you start to get you start to get these rumblings. I think Chris Morton, Mortensen had it first. Yeah, Marcus Mariota's not playing today, kids. And everything really spiraled from there. 19, there were moments, right? They kicked the they kicked the shit out of the Cleveland Browns to open the season. That was right after the Odell Beckham Jr. trade. There was a lot of hype around the Browns. You've got the I was in the Cleveland locker room after the fact. That was my first season with A to Z. And I remember being in the locker room in Cleveland after the fact. I think it was the first road game that I covered. And Delaney Walker getting in front of all of us and saying, uh, we are who they or they are who we thought they were. We are who they thought we they are who we thought they were. If you want to crown them, crown them. And he just kept repeating that over and over and over again. Marcus was was up and down, right? I can't remember who they played week two of that year, but week three was the terrible game against the Jacksonville Jags, right? That was Thursday night football. Adoree Jackson muffed punt return. Marcus in the rain. Offensive line can't do anything. Calais Campbell is picking up and throwing uh, Titans offensive linemen up and down the field. Taylor Lewan's not playing because of the PED suspension. And then in week four, he looks, I mean, he looks like a pro bowler. And that happened to come against the Falcons, right? A.J. Brown goes crazy. Corey Davis goes crazy. They put Nate Davis in for Jameel Douglas, and the offense really starts to hum in the second half. And you thought, okay, there's moments there where they're going to be able to pick this thing up off the ground. Jason Rain says Oakland week two, I think. No, Oakland was a Ryan Tannehill game because I remember very clearly uh, our friend Diana Rossini reporting that that before that game that they had planned to extend Ryan Tannehill. The Titans were looking to extend Ryan Tannehill. That was, of course, the game that Kari Blossingame mossed our good buddy Will Compton, which we will, of course, never let him forget. But when you kind of when you kind of look at the career trajectory of Marcus, he's obviously not been able to do much in Vegas. Derek Carr is too good for him to unseat. He's a bit player, right? They use him in certain packages. There's a lot of quarterback carries in there. Marcus Mariota, I mean, he had a little bit of a, a moment on, I think it was a Thursday night football game against the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert in his rookie year where Carr got hurt, Marcus came in, and almost led them to uh, almost led them to a victory, a comeback victory that way. But it never really got out over the top. I uh, oh, TK Bullis says you remember week two, Buck? Who couldn't? One hundred and two degrees versus the Colts, and the pyrotechnics machine caught on fire. That's right. <laughs> oh, how could I forget the uh, <laughs> the field on fire game? They were going to, this is, this is taking me down. Uh, 2019 seems like so damn long ago. I don't know why. Maybe it's just brain fog from two years of almost three years of pandemic. That's kind of sapped us of our, uh, 
our memory a little bit, or at least that's been the case for me. I don't know about the rest, about the rest of you, but my, my memory has taken a beating uh, over the course of uh, the COVID-19 situation. But yes, <laughs> that was the game that they were retiring Eddie George and Steve McNair's jersey. They were honoring them at halftime. Eddie was there to give a speech. They had a bunch of Titans legends in the house. I think the building, the building was, it, that was one of the games where it felt like there was going to be a resurgence for Titans fans at Nissan Stadium. And my, yeah, no, I can't, I can't imagine what it was to sit out in the heat in that game because that was one of the hottest games played at Nissan Stadium. And as soon as they, they started the pregame ceremony, the pyrotechnics machine tips over and catches on fire. Wow. Wow. Was that great? That is, uh, that, that, that sure, that was an omen for what that, for what that season. Hot Doobie says drinking does that, Buck. You know, I'm not really, I'm not really a big drinker, honestly. It's, I wish, I wish that I had, I could blame the memory loss on, uh, on alcohol. I, uh, I really wish that I could, but I'm not, uh, you know, I have a tequila. I have a tequila rocks every once in a while, but really, I, you know, I probably have two or three drinks a week. Nothing crazy. Maybe not, sometimes not even that. Um, I just never really, uh, never really appealed to me. So I, I wish that it was booze. No, I do. I think I'm just getting dumber every day, which is deeply concerning hot doobie because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to correct that. I don't know if there's some kind of supplements I need to be taking, um, for brain health. And then all of a sudden I'll end up with a PED suspension like Taylor Lewan did because he was looking for, uh, mental, uh, mental wealth, mental health supplements at the time that he got popped for that four game suspension. Anyway, uh, can Arthur Smith salvage Marcus Mariota? I mean, the answer is probably no, because there is, there is nothing in Atlanta to really, really help him. The offense for Atlanta, there is no Calvin Ridley. There is no Julio Jones. There is no Russell Gage. There is Kyle Pitts, who is a good prospect, certainly, and can go on to have a tremendous career, but there is no blocking there for a quarterback who certainly struggled with managing the pocket towards the end of his career here. I think that uh, I think that at this point, Marcus is he's he's getting another opportunity, which for him matters, right? Take the opportunity that you think can put you in the best position to succeed. And Marcus can continue to have a productive NFL career that way, even if it is just kind of as a, as a placeholder, right? Blaine Gabbert kind of turned into this um, throughout the course of his career. Blaine's still out here doing it almost a decade in the league. And to his credit, good for Blaine Gabbert. So maybe that's Marcus's career trajectory, something similar to that as a former first-round pick himself. But – Man, I mean, it's ironic because the whole reason that Arthur Smith, one of the biggest reasons that Arthur Smith ended up as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, because he was part of the staff that benched Marcus, right? And so now, time is a flat circle. Marcus Mariota, potentially starting quarterback in 2022 for Arthur Smith's Atlanta Falcons. All right, let's talk about Baker Mayfield because whew, <laughs> uh, that, that changed quickly, very rapidly on a former first overall pick at the quarterback position who seems to have very, very little interest from other NFL teams. Uh, the question I want to ask you is this on the primetime show. Where do you think Baker Mayfield should end up next season? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Oh, quickly, before we do that, 
Um, I did want you, I did want you to see this video of Marcus Mariota sitting down with uh, the Raiders in-house media person because you know something, something about him. I, you know, I'm always, I'm always going to root for him to have success. Success. Marcus was the first quarterback that I ever covered in my career um, uh, as a as a professional doing this, and I always appreciated Marcus for what he was. And, you know, while still understanding what he wasn't as a player. And, uh, and you know, I think that I think that a, a trajectory like this, I think that having a little bit of adversity, Marcus Mariota to that point had not seen a ton of adversity. I think there can be a lot of growth from that. And it seems like he's in that same kind of headspace. So you look at the Marcus Mariota now, like what do you think the biggest difference is from you sitting here today than say 24 months ago? Well, I, I, I look at it and, um... I've learned a lot in terms of the business standpoint, but at the same time, I think I just learned about being myself. You know, I think uh, so much of the expectations that I had in Tennessee kind of carved out somebody that I didn't want to be and somebody that I didn't really recognize. And to be able to see that now from a different vantage point and a different perspective and to come here and just enjoy football again, enjoy being on the field, having fun with these guys um, has made uh, my life just a whole lot happier and, and uh, just a lot more enjoyable. So. Um, you know, taking that experience, I, I truly understand that was kind of part of my journey. Everyone's journey is a little different and I can use that as I go forward and we'll see what happens with my career. So that's Marcus Mariota. Yeah. I, I always, it's interesting to hear him say that, right? Then he's always going to be a polarizing guy. Um, as far as, uh, as far as Marcus Mariota is concerned, uh, here in Nashville, but he, he seems, uh, he seems to really have not ha been having a good time, uh, here in the last couple of years. Keelan Watson says he colored his grays. No, I think this was, this was from a couple of years ago. Marcus's, Marcus's gray hair is pretty pronounced right now, which always, which always kind of gets me. Cause I mean, Marcus has clearly been under a considerable amount of stress, uh, in his life, but, uh, you know, I'm starting to get grays now too. Marcus and I are the same age. So it's really, uh, it's really, and I, I think that, uh, I think that it hurts me more because, um, I, I, when I see Marcus age, it brings me to the realization that I am also aging, which probably has something to do with the memory loss that we were talking about earlier with, uh, with you guys, but you know, I, I root for him to, uh, I root for him to do well. I really do. I hope that, I hope that he's able to succeed at a high level. Um, cause, uh, you know, I think, I think that guy is, uh, has taken his lumps and, he can he can still do something. I don't know how much of that he's capable of doing and for how long he's capable of doing it. But certainly, uh, he's not going to have a lot of help down there with the Falcons. That is for sure. All right. Baker Mayfield, where do you think he should end up? In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. While you guys do that, I'll tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. In the DraftKings Sportsbook app, come tournament time, they've got you covered with a great promotion. You can bet just $5 as a new customer on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code A to Z Sports. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win. With promo code A to Z Sports this week 
at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line. 1-800-889-9789. So, where do you think Baker Mayfield should end up in 2022? This is a, uh, I mean, man, the tide turned on Baker so quickly. And I, I, even as I'm not crazy about Baker as a, as a player, like I just, I don't think I've never gotten the hype, but I mean, listen, he's a first overall pick, former first overall pick. He's a Heisman trophy winner. He is uh, somebody who's getting a statue built to him at Oklahoma, which is crazy to me, but you know what? I, that, who am I? To judge if the university deems Baker Mayfield worthy of that, then Baker Mayfield is a is a statue worthy player. Um, but he's not been great as a as a professional. He's been about five hundred, to be honest with you. And and for him, you know, I hated I hated it for him last year because he clearly tried to gut it out for his teammates. Clearly playing through a lot of different injuries, um, the shoulder, the most pronounced one, and it really bit him in the ass. In fact, it cost him. A tremendous amount of money, and now he's he's without a job. So where he ends up, I think, is going to be fascinating. But um, the latest for me in Rappaport of the NFL Network, I thought was telling as well. It could be happening today, but I don't get the sense of the culture part of that conversation. That would have been the landing spot had the Matt Ryan situation not existed. Now with Matt Ryan potentially going to the Indianapolis Colts, it does not seem like Baker's in the mix there. So a couple other potential options. The New Orleans Saints still have not yet signed a quarterback. They have had some conversations with Jameis Winston, but nothing is done. That would certainly be a potential option there. Carolina Panthers also have a ton of money already in the quarterback position with Sam Darnold, but potentially they could be a suitor for Baker Mayfield. Those right now are the likely teams. I know Seattle would potentially have some interest. The salaries are a lot, so we'll see if they end up doing that. Still, everything's fluid on Baker Mayfield, and it seems – uh, that the Matt Ryan situation will get sorted out first, Mike. Man, it's crazy to me that Baker's preferred destination was was the Colts, and the Colts just said, you know what, nah, like we'd rather have Matt Ryan than Baker Mayfield. Almost a 10-year difference, well, more, probably more than 10-year difference between Matt Ryan at 36 years old. I think Baker Mayfield... Is Baker even... Tw- Baker's got to be 25. He was older as a college player. Um Okay, he's 26. So yeah, 10 years difference. So we'll take a 10-year-older quarterback with uh with you know little to no mobility over you, Baker Mayfield. The Colts just told Baker to kick rocks, which is wild to me. Um Seattle, the NFC West would be a tough place to play. You would have Aaron Donald, you would have the Arizona Cardinals, even though they are without Chandler Jones, they've still got good players there on that defense, and certainly the 49ers have one of the best fronts in football, to go to a Seahawks team that, you know, was was struggling with Russell Wilson, it's a tough ask. But outside of the Seahawks, man, I don't know where. He's not going to go to the Houston Texans. Um, Man, it's just a, it's a really tough scene for Baker Mayfield right now. I think the Seahawks are the team that makes the most sense, but, you know, it sounds like they're not necessarily crazy about his salary that's attached. Uh, MB said, everybody said the Colts because there was a clear cut starting job. But what does he know about Reich or Ballard or Ursay? says MB. What does Baker Mayfield know? Oh, probably precious little, but like, you know, I don't think, I think it's rare MB 
and this is this is just having been through a lot of these press conferences, and we had we had one of them today with Austin Hooper, right? I think it's rare where players really know that much about the organization they're coming to play in. I think it's more about the offer. And do they know players who have played on that team? And can they talk to somebody who's played on that team that they're comfortable with rather than the the head coach or the GM or the I mean, you want to you want to go to a better football team. And if not, you're going if you're going to a bad football team, you want to make sure that you get paid. But like I thought Austin Hooper really articulated it well today, where they're asking him all kinds of questions about the Titans. And he's just like, I don't know, man, like I got an offer here. That's kind of the, the way that this situation played out. And we're looking at this as an opportunity and the Titans are giving me that opportunity and everything that, you know, maybe I want to learn about the Titans or maybe I don't want to learn anything about the Titans. I just want to try and cash in again because Austin Hooper's only 27 years old. So he has the ability to do that. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think for a lot of players, they don't necessarily know anything about the organizations that they're going to, but I get your point. Like Reich Ballard or Ursa may have looked at Baker Mayfield and that I, that's not going to be uh, that's not going to be for us at this point. All right, been a lot of fun this evening. Thank you guys as always for your participation. Radio show we'll get into a lot into these comments uh, into these uh, into these conversations with a lot more detail tomorrow from ten to one on one hundred four five the zone. We really appreciate you guys spending your evenings here with us. We will talk to you on the radio show tomorrow. Uh, if uh, you're not on the radio show tomorrow, that's well, one, you're missing out, but two, we have another opportunity to connect. We'll do that tomorrow night on A to Z sports prime time. And until then, uh, we'll see you guys.